Trubaloni, episode three. TB3. TB3. I'm George. I'm Peter. And today we have each other as special guests because Peter and I are awesome. And are, are we not? We are. That's yes. why we're here and That's making you there. listen to us. Yes. Because and thank you for listening to us. Thank you. And we wholeheartedly are, we're certain in our awesomeness. <laughs> yes, we are. And we have stories. Um, yes. You sent me a list, but I now did. I forgot what... I didn't bring it. That's okay. I brought... <laughs> look, I brought my list. Did you... Yours. The, uh, perfect. Did. Okay. And so what I thought... Yeah. I thought... Okay. We could make each other tell stories. Yes. And, I, you know, we might as well have all the drama unfold on the mic. Because we could have done this in advance. This That would have been... Like, prudent <laughs> and unlike us yes yes yeah no but instead i i have a penny okay and and originally you were going to have a list and i was going to flip a coin right and then we would see who would go first okay um and we can still do that i want to know where you're going with this so well just you know who's going to make the other one tell the story okay. first basically okay so the winner gets to decide pick? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Just like, do you want the ball or do you want the wind? Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna flip okay. and you're gonna pick. All right. All right. All right. I call heads. Okay. And I'm gonna do it again because <laughs> aborted flip. Okay. For real this time, and it is heads. It is heads. So yes. I will. I'm going to um, have you start us out with your story. So okay. I want to hear your story, but okay. of course I don't have the email that you sent me. Do you remember the th- stories that you put on that list? I do remember the stories. And um, the probably my best story, I, I was about to say my most famous story, um, because a lot of people have actually heard this story, is the one um, about my killer chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we could go with that, or um, the other... I'm, I'm game. You're game? Okay, you know what? We'll, we'll put the others in the bank. That, that's right, and we'll come back to this. This will be... We're going to bank away all these stories, I right. think, right? And, mm-hmm. like, if we ever... By the way, if you have a story and you're listening to this, if you're one of the seven people that are listening to this podcast... Actually, I think last week... I think we have over 100 listens at this point. We do. Which is well on our way to 7 billion. Thank all and, of you for that. Uh, but anyway, if you are a person who believes that you have a story and are willing to come to Lebanon, Illinois, uh, we want to have you here. Okay. I will even so be so. I will even go as far as to say I will buy you a cup of coffee or a beverage of your choice. Nice. I know, huh? That is mighty generous. I know. I know. That's that's big of me. And and when that when all that podcast advertising money oh, comes man. rolling in, we we'll, we might even spring for a meal. Oh man. Oh man. I know. Okay. I know. We are looking forward to that. Okay. So, so you're going to tell me about your 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 killer chihuahua? Yes. Uh, all right. So tell tell me the story. <laughs> the killer okay. chihuahua. So, um, his name was Carlos. Of course. Um, because we were there, and actually we got him in. <laughs> now, who's who's we? This is you and your wife. Me and my wife. Okay. Yes. Pre kids. This okay. is March of two thousand. The salad days. Yeah. Well, you know, and um, and my um. Carlos Santana just had his big comeback with Smooth, and then we got this dog, and he, when we got him, my, my wife fell in love with him at the pound, and he, um, she said, you, you gotta come and, and visit this dog, and it's this skinny, 
little long chihuahua, like a, a chihuini, I think a is what chihuini? they're called. Like a chihuahua dachshund kind of thing. He weighed 11 pounds, and he was really, really affectionate and lovely. And then you turn around to leave and say goodbye, and then he freaks out and starts going, Ah, no, come back, come back, in dog voice. But, in but it's manic and sort of angry? Very angry. Okay. A little bit, and I was like, "Okay." Um, I said to my wife, "I said, Betsy, you know, I, I mean, yeah, he seems really, really sweet, but this whole thing is just—I'm not so sure that Carlos is—is—he wasn't Carlos yet, but this dog is not yeah. the right choice for us. But guess what? I lost. And, so um, she, okay, so this was her choice. Yes, she picked the Chowini, which is sounds like a pasta, yes. but yes, she did, and. Uh, she picked him because she felt that our current dog needed a companion. Oh, you already had a dog. We had a dog already. And what kind of dog did you already have? She was a mutt named Peggy, and we got her uh, from the Humane Society in Atlanta. It took us two days to find her. We couldn't. None of the dogs were good. And then they said, have you seen the three-legged dog? <laughs> and I said, no, but when... But before we came here, I said, now, we can go to the Humane Society, but I know we're going to come home with a three-legged dog. <laughs> and then we met her, and she was by far the best dog and the sweetest. They had kept her with the cats for some reason, and but she was the best dog. You, you know, every Why? other dog we but ever what had. What would lead to that decision? This dog needs to stay with the cats. I don't know. Was, I, I, I think they were worried about it. Even though each dog had its own, you know, cage or crate or cell or whatever. It, she was a smaller dog, about 30 pounds at the time. And, okay. Uh, but I don't know why. But she was missing her right front leg. And I'm, I'm making that gesture now so that everyone <laughs> sort can of understand a flipper, what I'm doing. Sort of yes. a flipper Yes, arm it was three and a half thing. legs. It, it, so, um, and they said, we don't know what happened to her. But anyway, Peggy needed... Some company. A, a, a and, per, somebody to be with. Yes. And of course, Carlos. And was, your wife thought that the frothy, manic chihuahua yes, yes. was that. Yes. You sounded like, yeah, it, it's thundering <laughs> here. Is, in I, Lemon and I have my headphones, so what I'm hearing <laughs> sounds like artillery fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a uh, uh, trash can. Okay. okay. Uh, being dragged. <laughs> anyway, so, so, so we've got Peggy. And we've got Carlos to be friend to Peggy. And, of course, Carlos just decided he was better than Peggy. And they got along okay. Um, Car in fact, Carlos didn't get along with any other dogs, but that came later. So. If Peggy can get along with cats, she can get along with Carlos. Sure. Okay, yeah. I see. And, and, again, Peggy is the dog that all other dogs will be measured against, um, including our current dog, who is lovely and wonderful. And probably your children, too. Yes. Well, it, well yeah. She, I think this dog now that we have is the one for the kids because they're at the, they'll remember her. No, more. I meant you would measure your children against Peggy. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Peggy never got a B minus on a vocabulary test. Um, anyway, we, I guess that's true. So, okay. So we had this ideal situation, though, and um, um, I lived... We lived in upstate New York, and I had a 250-step commute to okay. my job. 
And so I, I would walk to work every day. It was pretty sweet up on the hill, and we were kind of a little down on the hill, and I would come home and feed the dogs and At hang lunchtime. out with them and eat lunch. Yes. Yes. And it, it, it was great until one morning, and I think it was 2001, and um, I come home. It's, it's a beautiful day. It's lovely. I let the dogs out into the backyard. We have a fenced-in yard, and it's on a hill. And um, then Carlos just starts barking like mad. And he barked at everything. He hated other dogs. He hated a lot of different people. And uh, he just... He was full of hate. He was. He was truly full of hate. He had some love, but he was full of hate. And he's barking mad. And he's just going crazy. And I run out there, and he's under the deck. And in the deck is not a deck you can walk under. You yeah, can barely crawl, crawl under it. it. Okay. And so there's something happening. There must be something under there. And so I get the hose, and I turn the hose on, and I'm shooting it through the slats in the deck. Oh, so you're on top of the deck, I'm shooting above the hose the deck. down into right. the deck. Okay. Trying Carlos is down there under you? Or? Yes, okay. barking and snarling at something. Okay. Okay. And I don't know what it is. And it works. This gray blob pops out from under it, followed by Carlos, followed by Peggy hopping on her three legs. And so it's like this weird chain sort of weaving through the yard. And I can't even tell what the gray thing is yet, but then I see it's bigger than Carlos. And Carlos at that point was probably up to 15 pounds on his way to over 20. And by the way, we liked that he had gained weight. A 20 pound chihuahua? Yeah. And it gave me the idea that there should be the most terrifying animal in the world, which would be a macro chihuahua. Oh, you're absolutely right. A 50-pound chihuahua absolutely would be right. so frightening. Well, like, I've always said that about toy poodles, right? Can yeah. you imagine oh, a more ferocious beast than yeah, with the buggy a 200-pound toy poodle? Yeah, that, yeah, I, I, yeah. Would, I would surround That's a horror immediately. movie. It's a horror movie right yeah. there. Yeah, anyway. But poodle. Um, Carlos Gameplay. Poodle with, like, dripping letters. Oh, yeah. Poodle. Yeah, anyway, with dripping sorry. blood yeah, off yeah. the fangs. Um, but it was good that Carlos gained weight because then he couldn't squeeze through the fence <laughs> anymore and run away, which is something he really enjoyed doing. So, it's a groundhog. Okay. And I don't know how it got in the yard, but it cannot figure out how, how to, get to get out, out of, the, of yard. the yard. And so it's running along the fence, yeah. and Carlos is chasing it, and then it's it, it runs down, and there's we have a retaining wall. And it's, you know, it's not going to jump off. I yeah. think we had a fence there anyway. And Carlos has a corner. And so urban dwellers right now listening to this, a groundhog is probably a beaver-sized creature, I would sure. say. Um, small pig-sized creature. Yeah, maybe 20 pounds. Maybe bigger even. Yeah, and, anyway, and, yeah. and it's fluffy. Yeah, anyway. And, so Carlos has the groundhog cornered. Yes. And the groundhog... I, I don't, you know, in retrospect, it probably wasn't that tough, but it it turns around and knows it's cornered, and so it starts clicking its teeth. <laughs> click, 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 like, don't mess with me. I have actual teeth. And, and you know, Carlos didn't care. Carlos had yeah, teeth, too. Yeah. And so, Come at me, bro. Yeah, exactly. And so it, the groundhog, starts running alongside the retaining wall. I don't know where it's going because it's still trapped. And Carlos runs along beside it and pounces on it. And I, I was unable to grab him before this happened. And then Carlos is brown and the thing is gray and they're snarling and they're tossing around and just there's stuff flailing. 
and Peggy was behind me barking and very upset about all of this. And so I thought, I have to separate them. And I just, I reached down. Oh, George. (laughs) And I grabbed Carlos and I yanked him up. And somehow I didn't get bitten or scratched, but I've got this Car- Carlos is in my in my hands, and he is flailing like a madman and barking like a trout, probably. Oh, yeah, mean, yeah. It, it was hard to hold yeah, on yeah, to him, yeah, yeah. but I held on to him, and and I, you know, I'm like, come on, in the house. And so Peggy, being smart, follows us. Yeah. And I'm running back to the house, and I turn around, and the groundhog is on the ground, and he's flailing about. Like he's been really wounded. And so I get them inside and I, Carlos is just really, he's revved up, you know, like when you get into a fight, which I've never really yeah, done I, since the seventh I, grade, but you are pumped up and yeah, you're like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, um, um, he is unscathed. I, I check every inch of him and he's fine. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with him. There isn't even. I had this, man. Yeah, totally had this. Exactly, exactly. And I'm like, okay, great, you're good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look out the window, and the groundhog is still flailing about. Oh man. And so, now what do I do? Now you have you're on the hook for this groundhog. Yeah, it's my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you gotta go finish it. We don't have a, um, an animal control. Like office. Oh, I thought in, you were going to say in it. this town where I work. Okay, right. You thought I was going to say something else. Yeah, I'm waiting to see what's going to happen. But you're on the hook for this animal. Yeah. You're responsible for this. And so creature. Well, so I called the police. Um, <laughs> I did not call nine one one. But I thought, okay, well, I, I wanted to know what to do. And I, you know, I now, talked. What to, part of the world is this we're talking about? This now? is upstate New York. So it's the country. It, 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 it's the yes, country. We're in the city. Yeah. Um, but it's a city. It's a small know, city, right? 20,000. Okay, it's, that's uh, the country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful hills. The best summers you can imagine. It's the kind of place where people take care of their own animal problems, though. Well. Without calling the, the authorities. Well, that's what Sergeant um, so-and-so <laughs> said. Um, he said, yeah, the thing is, if we were... If, if we were to do something about the creature, we would have to use our firearms. <laughs> and when you set off a firearm in the city limits, you have to do a lot of paperwork. <laughs> so I suggest you dispatch the creature yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here we go. But how am I going to do it, right? I don't have a gun. I'm not a gun guy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, in Aliens, they say, nuke it from orbit. <laughs> and so, I want to make absolutely sure that I am going uh, to You're be gonna, successful. Yeah, you don't want to blow it. Have you seen the videos where, like, somebody's trying to catch a spider or smash a spider, and then the spider jumps on them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that with a groundhog. Yeah. And so... You want to do one-time... One Done. time, exactly. Fail safe. The guillotine would be a right. good approach. Yes, although I wouldn't one. know how to get it in the guillotine. But but yes, yes, something like that. Yeah. And so I get the um, I, I get the gloves, the rubber gloves, from under the sink for doing the dishes, and I go into the garage, and I got a sledgehammer. That sounds like a reasonable choice to I'm going to go Gallagher on this thing. <laughs> 
I don't want to, but I need to take care of the job. Walks in the front. <laughs> yeah. Get your tarps. Exactly. And I'm thinking, why, what, you know, should I be... Anyway, so um, something happened, though, on, on, while I was calling the police, yes, getting my yeah, materials yeah. for destruction, I go out there and it stopped moving. Oh. And I think, okay, do groundhogs play possum? <laughs> Is it just biding its time? And so, I don't know. Um, but I have to find out. <laughs> and so... I start going very slowly. Why am I sneaking in the middle of the day? But I'm, I'm, I'm like on tiptoes, getting closer and closer. It is still laying there motionless. And I think, okay, I need to poke it with a stick. You know, yeah, sure. A, a sledgehammer is not a good to. poking thing. Signs, it's, sign of life here. You it's, need it's, to. it's a smashing thing. And it's yeah. hard to poke. And yeah. I get right up to it. And I'm, you know, to like turning it over and get to hit it with the handle to see if it's there. And and I'm I'm like like I'm, I keep using hand gestures. I'm That's sorry okay. You're a hand talker. Listeners. You're a hand talker. And, and I'm like less than a foot away from it. And then <laughs> I jumped out of my skin. It was my dogs. They were watching from the window. And they were like, "No, don't do it! Don't do it!" They're like the audience yeah. at the horror movie. Exactly. Say, don't go in there. And it's like I agree with you guys. I don't want to do this. But I turned back around, and then the bugs had already started to arrive. There were wow. flies that had landed wow, on Wow, the call I, went out. I know. And so I was like, yeah, okay, Carlos, you did it. That's a clean kill. That's one for you. <laughs> and so I went back inside, and I got the heftiest hefty bags I could, and I triple bagged it, and I tied it up, and I... Um, walked Chopped back. it up and threw it in the river. I walked back toward work and threw it in a dumpster at work. <laughs> Which you know, what else am I going to do? I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. And so that was, you know. And then I had to go back to work, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, nothing happened. There yeah. was no like bloody animal homicide at my house. Right, exactly. And I'm, I'm just... not totally riled up. Right, right. I didn't call the police, and oh, I. Forgot to eat lunch. You, have to you know, dispatch the animal. I know that, that that was the best word. Dispatch it. Okay, <laughs> just dispatch this thing. Um, and so, so were you prepared? You were prepared to swing that hammer at that at that groundhog. I was. Would you have swung? What? Where would? What would you have swung for? I'm just curious, anatomy would, wise. <laughs> well, if if it was just laying there, yeah. I would have. I, I would have. I would have gone for a body blow. Um, if it was moving around, I would have realized that the sledgehammer is not a good tool for a right. moving target. Right. Um, right. And, right. And so that would have, you know, ah. Um. It's kind of a croquet mallet <laughs> move there for the audience. Yeah. It was a sort yeah, of a, I, right. a roundhouse to, uh, yeah. <laughs> to the the creature who would clearly move out of the way and then attack my neck or, or wh- whatever. I'd you be know. more worried about sleeping with Carlos than I would be about an injured groundhog. And that is um, important to know that Carlos liked to sleep under the covers. <laughs> and so he would go deep, he would burrow under the, I have no he idea He must have been part he terrier. He, I don't this know. This is like a ter- all terrier sort of. It could, could uh, have been. Uh, you know, this is what they do. They chase critters and mm-hmm. dig. 
There, well, that's it. he would he would go under the covers and curl up, and I some days I was like, oh look, you are right next to stuff that I want to protect, and you know, so I. I, I, I wish I could say that I you should didn't slept do that slept at, you know you should have slept at ease knowing that your vicious guard dog was protecting those things yes. that you want to protect from any wandering groundhogs that might happen under your bedclothes at night. That is true. And uh, one night in that very house, in the middle of the night, there was a, a crash downstairs, and. I didn't know what it was. It was like Jaws the Revenge, where the other shark comes. <laughs> right. It was the other groundhog. Yes, it was <laughs> It was the whole gang of groundhogs. And they had crashed through, and they were in the living room, snapping their fingers. <laughs> and they were ready to rumble. Um, Chains. Yeah, oh you know, yeah. All of it. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know what it was, but Carlos and I were up and running down the yeah, stairs, yeah, and he yeah. was barking and furious. He was ready, um, and Peggy was with us until she wasn't anymore, and we went down there, and somebody had thrown a bottle through our window, Oh. and um, Peggy had wisely turned around and gone back and jumped back on the bed. Um, <laughs> oh, which, that's the fellas handle this. Yeah, she was like, it, it, you know, I, I suppose she could say, oh, I'll, I'll just protect Betsy. <laughs> It, you know, um, but I don't think that's what she was thinking, to be honest. Um, and and later, Carlos, when we moved here um, to southern Illinois, um, we lived in downtown Edwardsville. And there was so much wildlife downtown Edwardsville using No us. kidding. And um, Carlos killed a mole. Um, and one time he was sitting under our, our um, picture window on the back porch and a bird flew into the window and landed right in front of him, and he killed the bird. And then he had garter snakes, and he killed at least four of them. And the way he did it was he bit them in the middle mm -hmm. and started shaving yeah, his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, hey, there's blood and guts all over the flowers. That's lovely. <laughs> and then, oh, hey, I have to go under the back porch to find I the mean, other half of this snake. And who knows what other things he killed that you never saw. How many toads and frogs? Sure, and, uh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, he did kill two feral cats. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they were did he ever bite a person? That's odd. Well, I don't know. I, I, I withdraw the question because this could lead to lawsuits or something. So I withdraw the question. Well, it was my like, daughter, and it was a very light, light, just a, just a, you know, just a slightly more aggressive than a nip, and she was young, but she felt betrayed. Um, but it, you know, no blood was drawn or anything. Um, yeah. And then, um, but a, a a cat, not a kitten, did get into the yard once, and. Um, totally kicked his ass like mm -hmm. he was hurting for a long time he got infected and everything so how did he finally shuffle off the mortal coil where, where did how did he meet his end well um it, it, first of all can i tell you there were there were there was one other oh yeah animal incident yeah. um it, it, there were multiple in one summer but there was one um i it's night let him out one last time. We have a big fence. Everything's going to be fine. Go outside, and it smells so bad. Oh. And so yeah. he, he got hit by a skunk. He yeah. got hit by a skunk three times in one summer. Oh, all at night. the worst. 
but then the, the last time we got hit by the stunk, the next morning went out there and it smelled worse than ever. And so I looked around in the yard and I saw a big mound of dirt with a big black paw sticking out of it. And so I had let him out to go to the bathroom and in like one minute, a, a skunk was in the yard. He killed the skunk and buried, buried it. it and got sprayed, of course. But um, so, yeah, that was Carlos. It's an impressive. That was an impressive dog. Yeah. And um, he's sneaky mouse <laughs> um, with regularity. And then it was time for us to move across town to a different house. Yeah. We were having another kid, you know, yeah. hey, a family of four, it's time to move. And I said to my wife, I said, maybe he shouldn't come with us. And she said, maybe he should. And, uh, you know. So did you get the sledgehammer out of George? <laughs> no, actually, um, what happened was he, um, you know, oh, well, you know, this, this house we're moving in is a new house. We don't have any pets that have ever lived there. And so maybe he won't pee. And maybe he did. And, and so we'll just keep him locked in our bathroom, um, you know, and we have baby gates and you put up the baby gates yeah. and you leave the door yeah. open and then... You can contain the pee. Exactly. Contain the dog, contain the pee. And we got home after doing that one time and he was in the living room and he had blood on, on his mouth and um, wow. he had eaten under... The, the gate. Wow. And chewed up the carpet, the wall-to-wall -wall wow. carpet that was in our bedroom. And there was a tax strip right there because it was between where the bathroom is. And, and, and he didn't care. He was getting bloody and, and he and he got himself out. And then my wife says, yeah, yeah, okay, it's time. <laughs> and uh, we found a no-kill shelter that would take him. Um, and uh, he was, I dropped him off on a Sunday morning in 2007. And the thing of it is, is I think he's probably still alive. Wow. Because he could be, he would be well, yeah, 15. I mean, yeah, he's I mean, a small dog. Small dogs live long. And Do he, you think he was adopted by somebody? I think he was because he didn't even make it onto the shelter's wow. website. There wow. was never a photo. Or he ate his way out of the shelter. And disappeared. And disappeared into right. the Mexican... Uh, you know, countryside. That could be too. Yeah, One time we thought we saw him at a parade. <laughs> and 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 we kind of freaked out a little bit. Like, oh my God, is that him? Is that him? And it wasn't. Don't let him see you. Right, exactly. Because what, he's going to come up and say either, hello, I love you, or you betrayed me. Um, either way, it's bad. Um, anyway, and so I think he's still around and he was adopted by one man who just adores him and yeah. and they're just and had some critters to kill yeah exactly and we gave him seven great years there you go and there you go you know that's the story of Carlos. that's a good one that's a good <laughs> one wow that was 27 minutes what do you got left I for can't time believe it. well do we even do, do we even bother is that it that's that's we got one in the can thank you for listening to true <laughs> Okay, well, uh, let me look at my list, though, because I just want to yeah, remember yeah, what yeah. I put on it. I'm not going to do one today, but I want to remember Actually, what it here, was. Here, let, let me read it okay, to you okay. so I can see your reactions. Okay. okay, number one is The Night Carmen Almost Didn't oh, Die at the End of the Opera. That's a good one. Um, number two is Bus Date. That's a good one, too. Okay. 
than your animal story, raccoons, raccoons in, San Francisco. in San Francisco. Your first night in Boston. Oh, God. Okay, those are all good. Those are all good ones to do. So, And uh, video store manager. <laughs> yeah. So why is your phone? That's a good one, too. So, so I've had I my couldn't phone think. Out. I was trying to remember today the, the stories that I'd given to you, and I'd started a mm-hmm. list, and I'd forgotten most of those. But those are that's all cl- classic Peter. Classic okay. Peter. So, yeah, you might have heard the beeping, and um, I had the phone on so that uh, we could see the timer. And um, apparently one of us said, hey, Google, or something that sounded like it, because it popped up. It's like, yes, I'm listening. What do you want? And so... um, Samsung hears us. Yeah. It looked up a video store manager. Video store manager. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Samsung, for that not creepy uh, (laughs) reveal. So anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember, uh, please check us out at Twitter. Yep, at, at True Baloney. At True Baloney, our SoundCloud page, which I hope you found. We're trying to get on iTunes. Um, We're trying. I'm, I'm working on that. So, um, Anything else to add? Uh, just that we want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories because, you know, Peter and I have some great stories, but we want your stories Absolutely. too. Absolutely. We will run out, like we've said before. We're better with three. We are. It's better with three. It's a lot of fun. So, anyway, but we want to hear from you. Until next time, friends. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, there were no ghosts <laughs> or UFOs in this in this one. But no, you know, but we had we, there was blood. There and, was blood. blood and suspense and, and drama and death. Yeah, yes, had it all. So. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. So See you later. <laughs>